Welcome to a special post-rapture edition of your old mate, The Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasselow and sitting, sitting opposite me is the Dick Dastardly to my muttly, Carl Chandler. Oh, g'day, dickhead. You, you put doing? way too much thought into I, that intro. I do, and yeah. You don't even know how words work Yeah, anymore. yeah. I've, I've, I've used up all my... Uh, I'm citizening all him over here. Citizening yeah. him. I'm citizening. You're a citizen. You're my little citizen. Citizen dickhead. Citizen buddy. Hey, uh, thanks uh, everyone who's listening to the show and uh, enjoying it so far and people who've been... Uh, been a lot of really nice reviews of people leaving on our iTunes page. However, I feel like I just need to address uh, something that's coming up a little bit. <laughs> I don't think people realise this. You can leave a review of the show without <laughs> referring to the fact that I sound like a 14-year-old or a tiny lesbian, okay? People seem I don't to think be, you can. There seems to be some confusion over this. It's not like There's iTunes no is going to... isn't going to veto it if you don't somehow mention my fucked voice in there, okay? <laughs> I've called up Steve Jobs. He said it's okay and then said I sounded hot, all right? It's all fine. It's okay. Keep going, guys. It's sounding really good. Keep it, keep it going. Mate, I, I checked it the other day. I, I laughed. It was like three in a row. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't even organized this, and it's just all coming up Chandler. I know. I like my it. favorites are um, uh, good banter from Carl and his 14-year-old brother. <laughs> um, pity pity, pity Dasselow's tweets aren't better, but at least she's trying. <laughs> very... Oh, you've snuck, snuck that one right under the radar. That's awesome. It's very good. I, I'm just waiting for the moment when I go to your house and use your computer, and yeah. I just find about 15 different <laughs> iTunes accounts that you've all got hidden under there. Um, and while we're talking internet feedback, well done to whoever created the at Sunshine Johnson Twitter account that's floating oh, yeah. around out there at the moment. That's uh, A lot of people are thinking that that's us and saying, yeah. is that you guys? But we, we can only dream of being that organized and professional. Yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> Speaking of Case professionalism. Case in point. Case in point. Oh, goodness. Um, Having said that, what's really unprofessional is that that won't be edited out. So yeah, that's, exactly. That's on your shoulders now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, a lot of people getting in touch with us over email and Facebook uh, and Twitter. Uh who come from Maryborough, from your hometown? Oh, really? Who? I'm getting a lot of feedback from people, not necessarily that you know, oh. just a lot of people in Maryborough who who somehow have heard really? the show through that. Yeah, I'd like 40% of our listeners seem to be coming from Maryborough. It is, it is, there is going to be a stage where I have to disclose that I'm being paid by the Maryborough Tourist Board I was to say, do this podcast. Are we close to them erecting a giant Carl Chandler statue in the centre of town? It's because you've said it's a small place, and the number of people that get at me saying I'm from Maryborough, it seems like the whole town is listening. This, uh, I wonder if I, I should go home and uh, and they, they'll probably have it like you know when you go to the mall and they're like blaring classical music or whatever to keep people from shoplifting or whatever. It's just going to be dumb dumb. So, <laughs> yeah, someone from this hole's made it. Yes. Or it's like a giant statue of you with like a voice box in it that's like get away from it, dickhead. Like it just <laughs> tries to scare off the local youth. Um, yeah. Also, quickly mention this: any friends of the show uh, in Canberra, Carl and myself are going to be up there doing a gig on Wednesday, June the first, at the Civic Pub. Carl's headlining, I'm hosting, and there's some local dudes doing support. If you'd like to get more info and come down, uh, you can go to comedyact.com.au. And it's actually make it clear that we're actually doing stand up, not we're doing, yeah, yeah, not just, throwing fruit at each other on stage, <laughs> just turning up into the city and being dickheads. Yep. We're just we're just driving up for the night to hang out and muck around. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're but we're taking, doing what? Tom, Tommy, you're hosting, and I'm um, headlining. Yep, yep, yep. And we're driving up that day, so we'll be. I'd imagine there'll be a whole episode. Based just on the car trip. Yeah, well, let's we we should get a recorder and do something on the way up. Yeah, we should. Yeah, just the silence, just the the bitter silence because we have nothing left to say to each other. Yep. All right, let's get into it. I guess in the studio today, two very good pals of ours. They are an acclaimed musical duo, fan favourites at comedy rooms around Melbourne. Please welcome into the little dum dum club Andrew Dudson and Jason English Reese, better known as Anyone for Tennis. Yeah! 
made it. We, we made it as well. Yeah, we, so we're excited. Yeah, yeah. Finally got the call. Finally got the call after 33 long. Carl, is it having a fit over there? Are you all right? <laughs> oh, I'm great. <laughs> At least too many not, people in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to I'm allergic to musical duos. Too much uh, so. testosterone in here. <laughs> it's getting in my throat. <laughs> this is a super group. This is like duos combined. Yeah. This is great. This is great. Welcome, boys. Thanks for, uh, we've been wanting to have you guys in here for a while, uh, but just, you know. You're just saying have it, that. No, no. We, he we, is. He really yeah. is just saying that. <laughs> well, I guess I am saying it. I technically am saying it out of my mouth. That is uh, mm. that is not an untruth. But uh, welcome. Welcome into the little dum-dum club. Thanks for having it. Now, this is going to be confusing. People aren't going to know who's who. We're who going to have to have a buzzer. Zzz, duty. That's duty. I'd like to say something. And now, yeah. Jace, you say something. Hello. Okay, good. Oh, no, classic, no pressure. Classic no Jace. Pressure. <laughs> classic Jace. He's like that all the time. <laughs> Look, just before we get too far away from you, you said uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, feedback mm-hmm. on email or iTunes and stuff like that. Yes. Now, I've got myself a little uh, bit of feedback. Oh, here we uh, go. So this will be good. Um, friend of the show, what's the, what's the parlance that we're going to say? Uh, friends of the show are people that are guests on the show. Friends of the show uh, people who listen as well? Should we you, you've Is that a rule? You definitely started... Saying friends of the show about people who had been on the show yeah. at the start, but now anyone's a Are we going to? Good thing we've got Wiki Dum Dum over here yeah, to yeah, help yeah. us with the. Is, uh... that, is that a rule? Am I going to say friend of the show? D- Doug Gordon has okay. uh, sent me a an email. Okay, and uh, what he's done is uh, I'm hating this already. By the way, yeah, well you should be. Um, <laughs> what he's done is he's made a. I'm sure you're familiar with this. The, the concept of this, a soundboard. Oh no! He's made a Dum Dum Club soundboard. <laughs> Awesome. So yeah. what, like a- so a soundboard is <clears throat> obviously a, a, a site uh, with a lot of like samples from what we do. Yes. <laughs> He's taken like some episodes and just taken little snippets. Great. Uh so I imagine he's just finished this, and then tomorrow he'll be climbing a clock tower with an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually right behind you. No, he's not. Have uh, we, so you've got it here in front of us. I've got it right got now. It. Let's bring up the mic. Let's have a little sample of the Dum Dum Club soundboard. Yeah, okay. What do we got? Well, how about this? How about I just uh, uh, deal with you from now on just through soundboard? Okay, so. let's do it. Because you know what? Here's the funny thing. Here's another funny thing. Is yeah. that He's made a soundboard, so there's like dozens and dozens of samples on here, mm-hmm. and none of you... <laughs> <laughs> so it's just all me. So you're going to interact with yourself? No, I'm just going to not speak anymore and just use the soundboard. <laughs> okay, instead. right. So, okay. So what's? So the... I'm just. I'll just turn. Just you, you can turn my mic off now. I'm just going to go through the soundboard now. Okay, right. Just give us. Just give us a couple samples. G'day, dickhead. G'day, dickhead. G'day, dickhead. G'day, dickhead. So there's just to be clear. There's two different g'day, dickheads. <laughs> this is uh, like. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. No. 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 Okay, right. G'day, dickhead. Uh, okay. Okay, right. No, no. G'day, dickhead. He's got no mutual friends of mine, so he's not a comic, he's not anything. He's a... Tommy Allsop is his real name. G'day, dickhead. Tommy Allsop is his real name. So that's, that's, that's that what's happening. That is great. Is that on the internet anywhere? It is. It actually is. Oh, I wow. have not seen a bigger smile on someone's face. It's <laughs> <laughs> just beaming. I thought Carl was going to be loving it because it was going to be... Oh, hang on. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to keep that. Tommy Allsop is his real name. Uh, okay. G'day, dickhead. <laughs> oh, you have got me in rare form, sir. I'm going to unwash right now. You cannot... That was like, what you've done is come in, pour shit on someone who's awesome. You are fucking... Who, who are you? No one. You're a bloody tentacle, bloody handbag. No, I just... This is the greatest hits happening on the show. Are we supposed to make a prank phone call now? Is that what? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, where's the technology? This is, oh. this is reminiscent of the drive to Adelaide when we're just, just playing our own voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make some gotcha your dickhead calls. <laughs> That is incredible. So it's the, the official. So I like Carl Chandler. It's <laughs> me just saying my own name. <laughs> Carl Chandler. Oh, classic. Carl Tommy Chandler. Allsop is his real name. Playing. He's got no mutual friends of mine, so he's not a comic. He's not anything. He's a uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Where the fuck are you coming from? Classic Chandler. So, how many samples are there on there? There's like, there's a couple of dozen. Um, oh is this a public goodness. thing? I, I, actually, I like to have that doubled as a place to meet you. And uh... it's just, <laughs> there's, there's dozens, and many of them have got no practical application yeah. at all. <laughs> is this something that any anyone can find online? Oh, yes. I think so. Maybe it's got too much of a, a long. Oh, we'll put it on the on the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll let's put it on, on Twitter the, and on whatever. The, yeah, we'll link to it on our Twitter and our Facebook page. That is magnificent. Yeah. So what the so challenge let's is see now? See if you can get me in trouble making prank phone calls <laughs> to the cops with my voice. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. Do some prank calls. Oh. Uh, Hello, Marabin Police Station. G'day, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who is, is this? Carl Chandler. Oh, right. <laughs> Who's helping you? Tommy Allsop is his real name. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I know Tommy Allsop, don't I? He's got no mutual friends of mine, so oh, oh, he's okay. comic, he's right. anything. <laughs> oh, you have got me in rare form, sir. I'm going to unleash right now. Uh, <laughs> that was like a... What you've done is come in, pour shit on dickhead. someone who's awesome. G'day, dickhead. Who are you? Done. Who, who are you? G'day, no dickhead. You're a bloody tentacle. Get a <laughs> <laughs> All right, I better stop. Oh, God. I'll be very interested to hear how this t- brings up on the edit, whether this makes any sense at all. <laughs> oh, that is magnificent. So that that's begging to have some, some drum and bass dubstep underneath <laughs> it. Um, what, what else can we do? Prank calls. If anyone has the technology to make a little... Carl Chandler, little doll, oh, a little yeah. talking doll with a pull string on it. That's what we really That's need. Let's get the Country doll. Women's Association onto that, and then we'll get someone else to do the technology to put the voice box in there. That, just in time for Christmas. That just is awesome. Just in time for Christmas. I'm going to bring the uh, volume down on that for a bit. Um, that is that is incredible. So, uh, wow, big props oh. to Doug Gordon. Doug Gordon. That is a Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hall of Fame friend of the Hall show. Of, Hall of Famer, yeah. Wow. Well, because, because friend of the show has become so common. I mean, it really Oh, come become, on. No, no, no. Should you... Should you make another level oh. of well, Hall of Fame of association? Of yeah, but yeah. duty. What is higher than friendship? Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, what we need. Don't overthink a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just suggesting. <laughs> this is my need... marketing genius slipping in there. We need someone to do a uh, a, a Dasselow soundboard now, and then let's try. Oh, and listen do... to him. Listen no, no, to no, him. No, no, no. I'm long. feeling left out. Let's try. If we get a soundboard for you and a soundboard for me, let's try and do a whole episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. where we just go back and forth with our own soundboards. I'll sit here on my laptop. You sit there on yours, and then we can just we can get like like the uh, Alan Park or the Al Pacino soundboard or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is and have we can have all sorts of guests on here. No, no, yeah. I, I think you should just get a really high profile guest and see make them interact with the soundboard I'd do, do, do like a phone interview and only use that from our end <laughs> but I, this, that's a funny thing because when this was sent to me I'm like oh sweet this is what I can do I'll, like, I'll have a back and forth with me and you and I went through slowly I went through every single one and went there is no Allsop on here. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it. The joy on your face initially. I thought it was going to be all me, and I like the, I right. saw I saw the joy in your face, and I thought he's loving this because he's just going to get to hang shit on me <laughs> through someone else for like five minutes. But then I realised that that joy was just you reveling in your own work, just getting to see yourself there. So you're a dumb cunt. 
<laughs> I don't remember saying that. It, it, the look in his face, and obviously people can't see this, but the look in, in his face is that, is that look, same look. You had laptops at school, didn't you? Yes. Do you remember Talk It? Yes, program? yes. It's oh, the right. same joy. It is. Yeah. When you make something else swear. Oh, it was, whatever. Yeah. That was yeah. incredible. You I remember just... everyone, yeah, everyone would be like, like just cheekily sitting there going, hmm, look at this, and then you press a button and it would just be this robot voice going, fuck, and everyone would go, yeah! <laughs> we, before that, we had a, um, when we first got our laptops in, I think it was 90, 97 or something, we had this program which was like the human body, and it, you could click on parts of the human body, mm. and it would say, uh, it would say, what it was, so you'd say, you know, skull and um, elbow. I see where this is going. But it didn't have genitals, right? Oh. But it did have the coccyx. Ah. So you could press it several <laughs> times and it would go, cock, 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 This is the work of a desperate child. <laughs> Kids will find a way. That's before we got porn. But I liked with, with Talk It how it had different voices, like it had a, like oh, a, a, yeah. a British woman and then like an old man. So what we need to do now, we need to get Carl Chandler into Talk It. We need to get the Carl Chandler <laughs> GPS package that people can have. Turn left, dickhead. Turn right, idiot. Because I'm from a small town in Victoria, right? It's about 8,000. Sunshine Johnson, Sunshine Johnson. Reminds me of something that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you just crashed. Oh, classic. Classic. Um, Has he put a picture of you on there? You know those soundboards have always got like a dumb picture of someone? No, no, no. The funny no, thing is, it's just our logo. So, oh, right. So it's just like, it uh, says with Tommy Dassel and Carl Chandler, except it's not really with <laughs> Not really with that at all. Aw. Um, they're in spirit. Yeah. Oh, funny. Um, hey, here's something that happened uh, to me this week, which I thought was funny. Um I went, I took my girlfriend out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, took her out to dinner, even though she earns like four times what I do. You you know, you be the judge whether I'm a great bloke or not. That's up to you. I don't want to tell you how to feel. That um, is going straight into the next soundboard. <laughs> I can see it now. Um, so we went out to a Thai restaurant, just picked a random Thai restaurant in Victoria Street. If you're from Melbourne, you know Victoria Street's a bit of an Asian cuisine sort of a street. Cheap. Uh, really yeah. cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's nice though. Like, where else are you going to go? Yeah, for, sure. yeah. So, um, yeah. And when we went there, we got in there, we ordered. And as we we're sitting there waiting for the food, I sort of started to look around and something started to dawn on me, something that I knew about the place. that I'd read about this place before. And I said to my girlfriend, oh, look, I know something about this place. Do you want to know before or after you finish <laughs> eating? Oh, and geez. she panicked because the last time that that happened like she went oh is there a mouse here because we went to an italian restaurant months ago and a mouse ran by in the middle of our food and i didn't say anything because i wanted because my pasta was quite nice and i knew that we would have to leave immediately (laughs) if i said that there was a mouse there you've got to take your girlfriend to nicer places i think i think that's what we decided (laughs) so we're in the barn Uh... (laughs) i said it's not all rubbish get down deeper this Um, is the nicest busy recycling bin I've ever been <laughs> So, there's no mouse. And she goes, look, is there a mouse? I said, no, there's no mouse. Don't worry. It's not anything like that. It's not anything bad. Just, we won't talk about it. She goes, no, well, you've raised it now. You've got to tell me. Like, you can't just leave me at this. Okay. I said, okay, well, don't make a big deal of it. It's not a big deal. Nothing bad's going to happen. But I remember reading about this place online in an old newspaper article about this place. I remember that in this restaurant, probably eight years ago, I think it was, Someone was killed. <laughs> and she went, oh, that's it. Like, let's go. I'm like, no, but 
you know, it, it, you're fine now. You're, you're not like eating part of him. You're not <laughs> yeah, eating yeah. his foot. Exactly. And they she's cleaned like, it up. It's all right. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know what? Well, they got poisoned or something. <laughs> the mouse eating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, does someone get poisoned or whatever? I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't even think of that. No. So you're not in any danger. So it's, it's not like unclean or whatever here. That's it's fine. Well, she goes, well, what did happen? I'm like, oh, I think the chef stabbed a customer to death. <laughs> <laughs> and I and then she said to Benick and she's like, Okay, let, that's it, let's go and I'm like, No, well, what why would we go? Like, let's just stay, we've ordered, let's stay. She goes, Well what if he's still here? I'm like <laughs> Look, at the very tiny chance that guy's not now the chef is not now in jail for stabbing a customer to death, at the very least, that is a sackable offense. <laughs> The only thing you've got to look out for now is maybe you're going to have some and, haunted soup. And, and even if he hasn't been stacked, he'd be on his best behaviour. <laughs> yeah, he'd have to be warning two or three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At the very, very least, that's warning two that's or three. That's a massive red flag. He'll be, he'll be pussyfooting around that place. Make he'll be no dishwashing, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to lose your job at you know a place that, that, that charges nine bucks for a, or a laxer. You know? <laughs> He's obviously on some sweet coin there, so he'll be, he'll be trying his best. Oh, I, was, I was at Victoria Street on Saturday for lunch, and I was thinking... Is there architecture of these restaurants built the same as a house? And are all houses in Vietnam, do you have to walk through the kitchen to go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah, that is a very common... Yeah. It's only yeah. in that street of shops yeah. in Melbourne, it seems. I well, there was the a, general rule is any restaurant where you have to walk through the kitchen to get to the toilet is the exact same restaurant where you don't want to see the kitchen at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's never somewhere really ritzy. Yeah, you, it's always like there's two. just a guy just throwing piles of powder into something and just picking pasta up off the ground. It's always somewhere a bit unclean, you yeah. know? Yeah, it always you look at it and you go, I've seen a photo of this place before in a newspaper on page <laughs> yeah. five with a guy with a hand over his face going, yeah. this man has been banned from preparing food for the next five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we haven't really gotten into you guys well, yet. Very quickly before you get into okay. that, I was just going to say. Yeah, talk more about yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ignoring our guests. Me. No, no. We're talking about Victoria Street. We're talking about Asian restaurants and whatever. Because a lot of people in Melbourne got this thing for dumpling houses. I've, mm-hmm. I've not, I'm not a man into the dumpling house. Just get fucked. Well, <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone's in love with it. I'm like, have you guys all got rose-colored glasses on or something? No. These places, are, <laughs> they should all be condemned. They're terrible places. Oh, like, I am. You, we are on the, you are talking to the if wrong people. If you're paying here. $5 for a main meal, I don't trust it. <laughs> There's something wrong. Like, you know that dumpling house in the city that gets closed down every 12 months or so? Like, I went in there, and everyone knows the, where it is. It's in, it's off Chinatown. Near Section 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that yeah. one. Um. I went in there a couple of years ago with about eight friends, and we sat down. We started eating. One four came out. <laughs> yeah, well, one one person went to the toilet, and the toilet's upstairs. Yeah, I know where it is. And as they come down, this this guy's just got this weird look on his face, going, "Oh my god!" And we're like, "What are you? What, what are you talking about?" And he goes, "I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Just." Just go to the toilet and you'll understand. Just go to the bathroom. Got stabbed by the. So, so that that guy, that guy did that. One guy out of eight did that. The second guy goes up there, walks back, exactly the same reaction. Just wide eyes, going, just just go to the bathroom and you'll know. So all eight of us went through. I was the last one. Seven people had gone up and no one had explained what had happened. No one would say. Once they come down, they just wouldn't say. So I'm like the last person going. What is this all about? So I went up to the toilet, and they've got a urinal and a and a cubicle for the for the one toilet. And the, and the urinal had been boarded up, so you couldn't even use that. So I went into the toilet. <laughs> the entire toilet bowl had been removed. There was nothing in that cubicle. 
except a hole in the ground with some toilet paper streaming out of it. So people had just been going up there. Those seven people had shat in a hole. This is a restaurant. It's like being on a camping trip. Okay, this right. is a restaurant we're talking Let's, about. Yeah. Hold up. Hold they put up. all their money into their food. What are they doing with it? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that hole probably no. went into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it's, but you know what it's like? It's like JB Hi-Fi, how they're able, their, their prices are so cheap because they spend no money right. on the layout of their stores or their ads. This is the same principle. Right. Who mm. needs, you just, it's just a big hole anyway. It's going to be a hole anyway, yeah, We're just right. getting rid of the, the, the middleman, just yeah. getting rid of the bloody free-for-all. Getting rid of the garnish. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, I mean, this place, I mean, I know the toilet place you're talking about, and that is blasphemy. You know the toilet place. Yeah. I know. I, that's well, not that's the, the thing. I go into that place to eat, full stop, okay? <laughs> there is no other thing on my mind, right? I go in there, I'm like, I will have that, that's 12 dumplings, and that's 24. Like, how, what's my record, Jason? Well, you hit 48, I think. Oh, come on. 50? <laughs> No, really For does. an entree, you mean? Oh, right. What, what about Seriously, like... what sort of shortcuts are they taking in the kitchen if they can't even put a toilet in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Ones that make my meal about twelve dollars. <laughs> you are a big fan of putting food away, Andrew Dudson. Is that is that incorrect? I, no, you and I me do it. have. We've had three. Uh, Bimbo Deluxe pizzas, four dollar pizzas in a row one night, I yeah, believe. That was a big night. Is that your record three? Yeah, that, that's the night I got that reputation as the pizza guy. Yeah, yeah, I, that's single handedly down to me spreading that around town. I was campaigning pretty heavily for you to go a fourth. Yeah, um, but you, I, I would have done it. That's crazy talk. Three's fine. That's the right side of crazy. Yeah, I think that day I was just really hungry and <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> But he also does it. I wasn't a... trying to impress you. <laughs> oh. Watch, watch this. <laughs> he also has, you know, you've got longevity as well. You do it over a long amount of time. There was uh, the fast food restaurant that had you on first name basis during the comedy festival. Oh, that was that was the one of the most pr- the proudest moments of my life. <laughs> we, we were doing a sh- we were doing a show up at the Portland Hotel uh, during the comedy festival, and just down the road from the Portland Hotel at nine thirty every night, we'd stumble onto the street, uh-huh. and and you could just see the glow of Hungry Jacks down oh, the yeah. road. Yep. Now, um, I am a vegetarian, and I've since discovered that the vegetarian burger there is not actually vegetarian. There's a uh, there's stuff in there. there anyway, that's that's really. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's animal product in the um in the in the patty. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be legal. Anyway, okay, so we'd go into the go into Hungry Jacks every night after after the show, and there was this. Uh, You've rocked the crowds. Yeah, people are people are just giddy from mm, the comedy that they've received. Exactly. You've then, worked up a sweat and a hunger. And then we enter this. Some poor pig has died to be in your little veggie patty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was burnt, yeah. Uh, anyway, there was the, it was probably like the 15th night or something like that. And, uh, and the, the girl behind the counter said, just the usual. Oh, that <laughs> and, is crushing. And the first time it happened, I was with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Did, was, just, was this a date? Had you, had you taken end, her there as a date? It wasn't a date. It was a date. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and they... <laughs> And a stunner meal for the lovely lady as well. And you're like, don't mind the guy being stabbed over there. This is a good place. (laughs) She was was a a, a person of the medical profession as well. And she just looked at me and just went, what the... Why do you say person of the medical profession as well? Like you're a person of the medical profession. (laughs) As in like to add to to my... To add further insult to injury. Yes, yes. (laughs) To coronary. Um, (laughs) Anyway, yeah, and, and there was this look that of disgust. and uh, no. So you got your kid's club meal. You gave her the toy. Good game. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a good, no, good day. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to this studio? We're all coughing constantly. Is there like some oh. kind of 
dust outbreak uh, or something spreading in Spreading arm next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> outbreak. It's working all the way around the, around the table. Well, guys, uh, we mentioned at the, at the intro that you guys are a, a musical duo, a very beloved musical duo, Would and we... we thought we'd do something a bit different this episode. We thought we'd ask you guys to play some songs, cool. if that's okay yeah, with not? you. You guys up for that? Yeah, we will. I'm asking yeah. you. We've, we've lined it up in advance. We the, um, to... We've made sure you have guitars. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, you guys are going to do a song for us today, or a couple songs. We'll see how we go. Um, this is like the first one. This is the first one. This is anyone <laughs> for tennis with heterosexual. One, two, three, four. Girls are hot. They turn me on. They're beautiful to me. I'll just say this, I love the lady bits Especially when those bits are touching me The problem is that I clearly am a guy Which means there is a penis on me all the time I'm just trying to make sense of it all Cause I am heterosexual So heterosexual When I get dressed, my private bits are out there on the loose. If there is a full-length mirror, it's like two naked dudes. I catch a glimpse of my penis before bed every night. And when I wake up, it's also up and looking me directly in the eye. I've seen girls' bits, but not as frequently at all. My eyes spend much more time looking at dick and balls. I'm just trying to make sense of it all, cause I am heterosexual. When I have to urinate, I have to delegate my manly fingers to holding a penis. When I'm in the shower, my hands have to scour a lathered up wanging wet balls. When my bits get tangled, my hands go down my pants, just moving and grabbing one big sweaty package. Of course, not forgetting the voluntary touching that I do when I'm lonely or just bored. I've touched girls' bits, but in comparison, not a lot. I'd say 12 times a day, my hands are touching cock. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. Cause I am heterosexual The genitalia I've seen is male skewed The only way to fix this is to see more ladies nude I'm not saying I'm right or wrong But I hope this does explain Why I am staring at you Hiding in this female change room It's not my fault, look miss, I need this, can't you tell? Sorry to interrupt, but I'm hiding as well. Hi! This will aid to set us straight, we really need your help. And yes, we see the irony that we're touching ourselves. We're just trying to make sense of it all. Can we see your boobies once more? No need to get angry at all. Do the police really need to be called? Cause we're 93% sure that we are heterosexual. Yeah! Anyone for tennis? Yeah, back on there, yes. Heterosexual. 
That was great. Setting some things straight there. Right? Setting some things straight. It's always weird doing comedy songs to <laughs> one or two people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Who are, not a, I don't know if you guys could see this, but I, was, I had the best view of the room because I could see you guys rocking out and then I could see Carl looking over your shoulders to the weather lady on the TV <laughs> just behind you, but still kind of bopping his head. We saw that as well. Yeah, I got some video, so we'll put that up on the website. I was bopping to the weather. Yeah, <laughs> bopping to a bit of Benjamin Metten Yahoo's up on the TV right now. Uh, there he is. G'day, mate. Um, yeah, cool. It's Thanks, probably guys. Not that was, uh, that was great. That was a great little, we, great little ditty. Yeah, well, I mean, just on that, we have a lot of issues with that. We, um, people say, oh, place a song, you know, in the lounge room. And it's like, you don't know where to look. And it's really confronting yeah. time yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Especially it's like looking at you. Probably if, if someone's horrible. asking, if someone in the family is asking you and you play that song, probably a little <laughs> yeah. bit more yeah, awkward as well. Yeah. It's like, hey, can uh, we, should we tell that story about when we were in London two, uh, three years ago? I don't um, see why you would. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just talking about lounge rooms and people. Jason and I were rehearsing a new song, which is now a very, very old song, obviously, uh-huh. um, in Jace's uh, lounge room in London. And there was no one else home, and Jace had three other housemates. And then one of his housemates rocks up, and she comes in, and she's topless. <laughs> what? She had no she top on. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have that term here too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to London. I tell you. <laughs> Those are yeah. like music, then. <laughs> so Jason and I just there trying to rehearse, and this girl's telling us about how amazing this party was that she was at. Um, this, this is late at night, by the way. This is so that, hang like, on, this is you're midway through playing, and she's come in topless, or is this before you've started playing? Uh, this we were just. This is like a, like a three hour session for us. Like we're just rehearsing a new song. Right, right. So this like, is like your your songs aren't even fully written yet, mm. and women are already getting their tits out <laughs> yeah. upon hearing them. We knew it, we knew it was going to work. That, that was. Was that the yeah? That must have been the early giveaway. Like this is good. We're yeah. onto something here. Yeah. People just can't resist taking yeah. their clothes off, and this is only like the first draft of the first verse. Yeah. And then you played in Australia, and and everyone keeps their top on. You're like, oh, this goes so much better in England. <laughs> yeah. um, well, on 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 audience reactions, I thought we could talk about this because this is something that we were actually uh, all present for. Well, I, I think some of us got there later, but anyway, um, this was a, 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 for the a gig. Last week, comedy oh, explained. Oh, this hasn't right. been talked about. This, on the show this hasn't yet. been talked about on the show yet. So, to this give a bit a... of background, this is um, a comedy explained Monday nights in Melbourne, in the city, top of Burke Street, run by Carl Chandler, uh, with friends of the show quite, Steel Saunders and Pete Sharkey. Quite often, very full, packed out. You have to get there half an hour before yep, the gig to, yep. get a, to get a seat. Yep. Legendary Monday night comedy room. Yeah, great gig. But pretty much, every, well, I'd say everyone who's been on the show has, has been on yeah. at times. Yep. Frequent friends of the show. So if you're a fan of this uh, podcast, go check it out because you'll see people that you know and like from the show. Um, <laughs> and? But, and, uh, well, last last week I was hosting. I was hosting the gig and I come out at the start of the show and I'm, I'm, doing, some little, I'm doing some little jokes, chucking them out. And I can see a guy in the third row of the audience fast asleep. But the third row of the audience is not, uh, it's not 15 feet back. It's a, it's it's a, a tiny yeah, room. It's two feet back. It's, a, yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. it's yeah. very close. And I so, can see So that hasn't thrown asleep. you because you, you've had that help, happen before, obviously. <laughs> Gee, how did I know that would come out, hey? Wickety work. You can set your watch to it. Yeah. Um, so I see this guy and I think, I don't really need to mention this because no one can see him. It's not a big deal. He's just sleeping, whatever, right? <laughs> I get middle of the way through routine and he starts talking in his sleep. He kind of makes a bit of a nah noise and then everyone notices. Everyone everyone sees that there's a guy there. How and embarrassing then, yeah, sleep talking. Yeah, exactly. And then starts sleep heckling, right? And then At quarter to nine at night as that's well. Exactly, that's the other thing we should mention. He's asleep from before the gig has started. So quarter to eight, he's that drunk that he's passed out on a Monday night. So 
it gets to a point where... In a seat facing the stage. Yes, exactly. Weird. So I now, I have to mention it, right? And everyone's noticed it. Everyone's laughing at him. I'm, I'm making some jokes about it. I go and sit on his lap and get a photo taken with him during the show. One of the, fir- the first act on gets right up in his face and yells at him, is screaming at him. He's still not waking up. And everyone's just sort of thinking, like all the comedians backstage, we're all just sort of thinking, well, I guess he's just asleep. We can just leave him there. He's not heckling. We can just sort of make fun of him and he doesn't, not, nothing's going to happen back. We'll just sort of leave him there. So then the third act on, he this guy stretches out in his seat a little bit in his sleep and kind of knocks over a glass or something and that makes a bit of a noise. And um, I'm backstage with with Steele, uh, Saunders, brackets, friend of the show, close brackets, and he is thinking, let's let's go to a break just so we can get him out of there before anything bad happens. And there's we thought, we'll put one more act on and then we'll go to the break, right? So um, comedian Daniel Connell. Big mistake. Uh, big mistake, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Connell's on stage. I'm standing backstage. I can hear Daniel setting up a routine. So the audience are quiet. They're listening. There's dead silence in the room, waiting for the payoff of the joke. And then all of a sudden I hear this noise. I hear... Followed by a crowd erupting into the most vicious, unrestrained laughter I've ever heard. I've never heard anything like this before. Daniel pokes his head around backstage and goes... Guys, I think he's fair just shat himself. And Carl, you got there later. Popular opinion seems to have been that the smell in the room immediately in the vicinity of this guy indicated that he had shat his pants. And I just thought, how do you recover from a heckle like that? Someone soiling themselves at you is pretty big. Like, there's no real... There's no comeback to that. I just love it how this guy has gone and Spleen's a fairly quiet bar most of the time. This guy's yeah. probably gone into that bar at maybe, I don't know, what, six o'clock and he's had a big day on the on the piss. He's presumably uh, had eight bottles of bourbon. And he's just <laughs> gone into a quiet bar and gone out the back and just fallen asleep and gone, oh, no one's going to bother me here. And he's woken <laughs> yeah. up four hours later. Like, that like would have been funny people. if yeah, he'd woken up and just, you know, if we had had someone like Charlie Pickering pop in, he's just gone to sleep by himself, woken up and Charlie Pickering screaming at his face. <laughs> and, he's, and at the same time, he's like, my pants are now full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of a night am I in? What is going on here? Yeah, I just, I just that guy waking up the next day and having the memory, because he had some mates there with him. He had yeah, some mates there that stayed had- long to apologise yeah. to us over and over again. But he had the kind of mates, I mean, this is there's two distinct type of people. If I was with a mate like that, I would be mortified. You know what I mean? I would be so, I, w- I would want to get my mate out there as quickly as possible. These guys were loving it. They were just like rapturous about, we are going to get to hang so much shit on this guy tomorrow. But what's funny is one of his mates that was himself. there, he was, he was actually there to ask for a gig. And he's yeah, like, yeah. I hope this doesn't cloud your judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, no, you should be good. You're bringing along drunk guys who shit in the middle of gigs. I hope this feces got- hasn't muddied the waters of my gig possibilities. <laughs> we've got we've got friends who do gigs and they're sort of just starting out and they're like, you know, they'll bring like 50 of their friends to their like first couple of gigs. Yep. This guy's going to just bring eight <laughs> soilers. <laughs> now, we, um, well, we're, we're probably thinking, well, they're, they're probably, they'll be good people to bring along to the gig. They can't, they probably can't control they're laughing because <laughs> they can't control anything else. <laughs> Did anyone see the walkout of this guy? Was there a walk of shame happening? Or oh, I didn't. It, all it was all a mystery because we came later and everyone's like, "Did yes, you so, see this guy?" Exactly. I, I the seat. Oh, so that was you, where it happened. <laughs> we just, we so just had the seat. I brought my mum because it was my birthday. Actually, my mum had. Oh really? Like, there was a big brown and, chalk line around yeah, where he yeah. was. Well, that was actually it. No one sat. The rest of the place is jam packed. People are at the back of the room struggling to see over, but those three seats just remained empty. It's like, right. oh, there's good I'm, seats up the front here. And everyone's like, no. My, my mum went to sit in it and someone was just like, no, no, don't, don't, don't sit in the seat. It's tainted. It's got the taint. My mum's like, why? 
There are brown ghosts. That is awful. That is awful. Hey, um, oh, let's, let's, I don't want to talk about this. I went away uh, for the weekend. I went on a bit of a getaway um, with my girlfriend to her uh, grandparents' uh, beach house uh, down uh, down at Sandy Point, if anyone knows where that is. Don't try and break Sandy in. Sandy Point on, sorry? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't try. I thought you said don't try and break into the uh, conversation. I'll no, no, gonna... no. Yeah, please stay out. Stay out of this show that I've invited you on to. How dare you? I'll tell you when you can talk, guys. Okay, I'm talking now. Stop talking. Yeah, bring your soundboard in, and then we'll talk. Um, keep, yeah. keep going about Sandy Point. Yeah, you're near, just setting near, me up for a great gag. Okay, keep near going. Wilson's prom. Um, yeah. But anyway, so uh, before we left, my girlfriend had said, "Now, just so you know, the beach house is proper old school. There's no electricity. There's no heating. Uh, there's no." Phone reception, so it's all like gas lamps and and, and 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 you know and all that kind of stuff, right? And I I will admit to being a pretty terrible Gen Y stereotype because I'm thinking not only am I going to be bored because there's no TV, but I'm not even going to be able to Twitter about how bored I am. Like I'm really I'm I'm like I'm trying to think if there's if Apple sell a thing that like I can hook my iPhone into like a gas charger or something and some way like get that going on or, or whatever. So that, that so you know and I think this is the first kind of weekend getaway that my girlfriend and I have done, right? And I think the first weekend that you have away with a girlfriend, it's kind of it's a big test of a relationship, you know, because it's just you two alone and there's you know you can come out of it in a stronger relationship or you can end up breaking up five minutes in and have a horrendous time, right? That's why Chandler takes his girlfriend to, <laughs> to dive <laughs> to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the chef doesn't stab her, it's a good night out. Yeah, at least, at least I haven't spent too much money that way. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> coming up, Chandler. Yeah. I mean, just to deviate, I have a friend who had been with this guy for like a few years, right, and uh, he invited her on a holiday with his family onto a houseboat. They board the houseboat. They're three hours into the weekend, and he breaks up with her. Oh. So now she's trapped on this houseboat oh. with the family of her ex. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. That's, and uh, for the guy, that, that's bad for everyone. Why is he wanting to do that? <laughs> it's not like, like he's just... Film. I'd swim. I'd swim to the sea. I'd just take my chances. I'd risk it on, on the open sea. That would be hilarious. What if, well, yeah, they're on the houseboat. She just emerges on the on the shore of the riverbank or whatever. This this woman, fully dressed, soaking wet, walks up and someone just goes, what happened? Oh, my boyfriend dumped me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Anyway, so anyway, so, you're in hand, so we're, we're on the way up to Sandy Point. And then, uh, so I, first I worry that I'm going to be bought. And then I'm freaking out because I start thinking, uh, you know, there's there's going to be, uh, like, I'm going to have to turn on um, gas pumps and I'm going to have to get a, a, a generator going and I'm, I'm going to have to do all this manly stuff that you guys know me pretty well. I'm not in any way equipped to do, right? So I'm freaking out because... Uh, my girlfriend had said, oh, yeah, my grandpa said, um, you know, this stuff's pretty easy to use. And his direct quote was, uh, oh, your boyfriend will know how to do it. Now, that should tell you instantly that he's never met me, right? So I'm, I'm, pa- I'm really panicked. because, like, uh, So we get up there, and first of all, we can't get the gas to work. So it's 9 p.m., so we're sitting around in darkness, and I'm just I'm sort of freaking out a bit. But then we get it all fixed up, and it's all fine. And then... Um, my girlfriend's getting dinner ready. I'm trying to light a fire, and I have never failed at anything <laughs> as much as I've failed at attempting to light this fire. It was just like I've, there's never been an event in my life before where I've been so happy for the absence of Carl Chandler. It's just <laughs> this failure at being a man. Just really dismal. And then so I try for about half an hour. I can't. I can't get it going. I'm fighting like and then my girlfriend comes over and goes oh let me have a crack and gets it going in like three minutes like this gets this roaring inferno (laughs) in front of us obliterating gender stereotypes that's that's how she got it going that's how she she threw a few gender stereotypes on and they went up in an instant (laughs) you did loosen the jar though didn't you i did yeah yeah that's what i kept saying so then on top of the injustice of all that 
we're going to bed. And then I start thinking that, you know, we're in a cabin, we're in the middle of nowhere. I've seen enough movies. This is how people die, right? I get up while she's asleep. I'm checking all the doors and windows are locked. I'm really, like, I'm panicking. Like, I'm just picturing, like, she was like, and when I said this to her the next day, she's like. She'd, she'd be pretty confident in you defending her after exactly, your efforts with the exactly fire. That's I like to think in my head, I'd go, please take me, just spare her, but take me. I'd, 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 I'd worry. I'd throw her. I'd throw her in straight away, and then I'd be worried. Like, what you'd if throw, we survived? You'd, and you'd then throw we'd... her into the fire to distract the, the murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, then open a jar on his ass. <laughs> but man, I was panicking. Like, I was, and, and I, all I could keep thinking was, "Thank Christ, I haven't seen Snowtown already," because I was nearly going to see it the night before. And if I if I'd had that, because I saw it last night. And if I knew then what I knew now, I probably would have gotten in the car in the middle of the night, just left my girlfriend there, and gone, "See you in hell." But, um, but yeah, that was my that was my weekend away. It was a lovely weekend, apart from the apart from the, the homicidal thoughts, the, the, the homicidal thoughts, yeah. and the, the the sheer inadequacies that I that I felt. It sounds a, like a horrible weekend, pretty, but anyway, yeah, because that's, that's why you've told it. Uh, mate, got, we played Scrabble, and it was a nice time. You got through, and you're stronger for it. I, I am. I am stronger for it. But I did see Snowtown last night, and have any of you guys seen it? No. Jesus, no. It's, it's is it good? It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Great Although, film. I don't know if this is something that the cinema that I went to did as like a special treat or whatever. Nearly everyone watching the film in the cinema as me looked like a serial killer. <laughs> All old men on their own with moustaches. I don't know if the Nova had just like trucked them in as like a kind of a special novelty thing or whatever. But um, but yeah, I, like I, you know, it, it's, it's it's based on the, the Snowtown murders in Adelaide. And I, I, when I got home, I got onto Wikipedia because I wanted to learn a bit more about it. And I found this that uh, that did make me laugh a lot. On the uh, on the Wikipedia page, oh, segue. on the on the Wikipedia page for uh, John Bunting, the the main dude who like uh, who was like the head of it all, um, yeah. So down the bottom of his page, they've got uh, they've got all the stuff about how he murdered the people and when he was convicted and everything. And then there's this little nugget: Bunting insisted on playing the 1994 live album "Throwing Copper" during many of his later murders. <laughs> oh my what? god! Isn't that a tidbit as a wow. band that you I, want that oh. you want out there? Isn't you know, that a handy piece what, of trivia? What, what's his name? Ed Kowalski or yeah. whatever his name. Wouldn't yeah. that be good when, he, when he's playing in concert and goes, this one, a few people have been stabbed at this point. Do you know what the weird thing is? As I remember that album and one of my, you know when you have things that you associate stuff with, when you think of something, you think of something else. Uh -huh. The thing that I think about when I think about that album, especially Damn It Otter Creek, that, the first track on that album, uh -huh. um, is chopping wood. I used to chop wood for my mum. Uh -huh. So... It's quite a violent thought. So you grew up in? Did you grew up in country Victoria? I grew up in yeah. On the in a different state, you could have been. There could be a movie out about know, you right they now. Could be. There could be tennis town. <laughs> Instead, you're just going to have to settle for possibly a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's mm. uh, it, it is. It is genuinely a terrifying film, but yeah, just the uh, yeah serial killer audience. Back to Sandy Point for a second there. The mm -hmm. Sandy Point is actually. Um, or halfway point, as we call it. We went for a little uh, little boys' weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, down to Warn uh, uh, Walkerville? Walkerville, which is not far this? from there. This is uh, two years ago. about two years ago. Uh, we probably, love to tell was, stories about two years ago. I was probably busy. <laughs> <laughs> we went down there with Sammy J. Yep. Friend of the show. Is he a friend of the show? He's a friend of the show. He's a, well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> who, who are we to make enemies? I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know what the rules are, guys. Anyway, we went and we decided to go for a walk because we found that we knew, you know the mini golf at Sandy Point uh, General Store. Oh yeah, we went to play it and it was closed. 
Well, it's probably lucky because... uh, It was probably open. You just couldn't open. (laughs) (laughs) The club was too big for me. The the doors were too heavy. (laughs) No, look, love, it's closed. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that guy waving us in? No, that's a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) This is a display. (laughs) We went for a walk from Walkerville, um, uh, and we walked from Walkerville to Sandy Point for a game of... Putt putt, uh-huh. and uh, it, we looked on Google Maps. We we saw it, and I just glanced over the, the amount of kilometres that it was going to be, and it, it said something like it was like sixteen or something like that return return trip. I thought sixteen ended up being like a thirty four kilometre round trip walk, <laughs> and we we went uh, at about it was about two p.m. and we saw we along the beach. We walked along the beach. And we'd see like a dead stingray oh, and, and we'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a clang. There you go. Yeah. Okay, dead stingray then. Yeah. That's then how like a, around here. A rotting seal. <laughs> yeah. And then like just yeah, a, all right. a enough, enough with your name dropping. And we're, God. we're just disgusted. disgusted you know dead things. animals. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were just disgusted by these animals. We, um, we had our little putt-putt game. We walked home. It started to get dark and we started to get worried because we, we, we had to... The start of this walk was a massive walk down this giant cliff kind of thing. We knew we had that. And we'd, we'd start seeing these landmarks, these little dead animals, and, like, loving them. So we're like, ah, oh, thank think, God we're at the seal. I think dead. Is it the seal? Just the, so, like, the, um, the Hansel and Gretel trail of death <laughs> that you've just left behind you, offing animals on the way there. People just see the joy on our face when we see the cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been good. Uh, and did you cover. did you struggle to light any fires, or was it all business as usual? I think they had power. They had power, yeah. yeah. Oh, Monday, show off. Modern day. <laughs> what about what about another song, boys? Have you got another song in you? Yeah. yeah what do you want, Carl? Um, what's my favorite? What's my favorite song of yours? Don't give away the punchline. No, I won't. <laughs> you should know it. I, I never know the names of any of your songs, but uh, it's the one I always ask you to do. My future wife. Yes, that's what I want. This song. Is about the most amazing woman in the whole world. You sort of gave it away in the... All right. Anyone for tennis doing a song? That shall remain unnamed. That shall remain unnamed. She, she is my one and only true love. She's the extra beats and missing piece my heart's dreamt of. She is the woman I will cherish all my life. And she, she's a definition of perfection. If I had to rate her out of ten, I'd be disrespecting women. She is the woman I will one day call my wife. There's just one problem. We've never met Our paths are meant to cross and unite us But they haven't yet So I am out there meeting girls And she'd be meeting guys as well So in the meantime she'd be going out with someone else So there's someone out there Who's fucking my future wife Penetrating my one And pounding the love of my life Invading a sacred bits Any orifice that fits Then blowing his load In the mother of my future kids Not cool, Carl And he... He's stealing all her precious youth Everything's perky, her ass is perfect Her skin is soft and smooth I want her when she's most beautiful And unstretched <clears throat> He And he's, he's pushing, pushing her boundaries as far as he can Suggesting threesomes, crazy positions Or trying to use a webcam I hope there are still places where no man's been before He And he could have a strong and chiseled physique 
He could be well endowed, make her scream loud with his technique. He's probably setting benchmarks that I will never reach. But he's not doing this in spite, so I have nothing against this guy. So the fact that he's holding me back from true happiness and emotional fulfillment. It's just that I can't sleep at night Knowing the girl that I adore Is not right there by my side Instead she's somewhere on all fours Cause there's someone out there Who's shagging my future wife Taking all I've ever longed for And shoving his penis inside Grabbing all my hopes and dreams And pounding them into his sheets And covering my everything in his saliva Semen and sweat Oh yeah, semen and sweat Slamming hills, lovely and perfect future wife. Oh, welcome anyone, back to Dum Dum Club Unplugged. Anyone for tennis. Uh, future Wife, the name of that song, which is probably going to have to change because the title gives away the punchline. It does. does it? It, does, it does sort of... Um, it, it takes the sting out yeah. of the punchline. doesn't actually give away the actual Sorry, punchline. we should have told you this earlier. We're actually not allowed to talk about intercourse on this show, so we're uh, going to have to get you to I'll maybe change the lyrics okay. a bit. Yeah. Can you make we're, it a bit less about sex? Kissing? So we've kissing. Been, we've yep. been asked to do... Uh, Fingering should be fine. <laughs> okay. Look, we love doing live gigs, and obviously, Carl, you know we not love doing live yes. gigs. Um, it's one of our favourite things. In fact, that's what we like. That's what we do. Yep. Um, however... Uh, most comedy festivals, the comedy fef- festival ask us to do the, the comedy for kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we have sweet fuck all. <laughs> As what... evidenced by the sort of language <laughs> you're, you're using I was going to say yes. sweet FA, but th- fuck it. We're, oh, so... we're all adults. We can handle it. Oh, yeah. So we've got nothing for that sort of stuff. And then, so, but then we get put in the comedy festival guide under the kids things. So then the networks see it and go, oh, these guys do kids comedy. And we got asked to do like kids gigs on TV on like, um... Something, you know, Saturday Go. Disney, like the... Like Agro? The, that sort of thing now. Yeah. With like, <laughs> <laughs> we get asked to do that. And so we, we asked to do another song of ours, which was our clean song, which we can do at most things. And they, what are they? They picked the freaking bones oh, yeah. out that one. Seriously, they... Out of your clean they, one? Yeah. Like, what, clean what sort one, of things did they take we umbrage referred, with? We refer to God. Can't do that on a kid's oh. show. Oh. We refer... Oh, we had yeah. a... We, we, use, yeah. we use the word pants, and they go, oh, it's oh, take pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wearing a pair and, of pockets, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then... At the, and they, they're SpongeBob like, Square Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, I just say, I just microwave some uh, hot pants. Oh, no, it doesn't work <laughs> the other way around, does it? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the final bit was the producer said to us, and, and that last... That last um, that last gag in it, is that a homosexual in, innuendo? And we're like, yeah, I suppose it is. Yep. Uh, and he's like, yeah, probably, probably should change that. So we had a good 15 minutes before the show to just go over our, our song, which we had already passed with the other people who obviously had um, much lesser standards. Less authority, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had to sort of redo our thing. We'll probably don't close any of your songs with the term, hey, Gabo. <laughs> probably your problem. What's <laughs> Um, guys, before we get out of here, uh, you guys are doing a live CD recording uh, coming up soon. We are. Give, give us some details about that. We're, we're doing it on the 15th and 16th of June. When's this going to air in Ju- July? August? Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> we're doing two in, in case we get one wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to. Yep. We're going to. It's probably going to be the first one. Uh, 15th and 16th of June at Felix Bar, which is number 11. Fitzroy Street. Um, St Kilda. St Kilda, which mm. is also the home of another brilliant uh, comedy Felix room. Bar Comedy on yeah. Wednesday night. Well, it is on a Wednesday night. We're doing it before the comedy one night. Yep. If, anyone, oh, if anyone wants tickets, Double uh, up. go to anyonefortennis.com.au and you can... And they're free. They are You've free. got the F word. 
No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got in trouble with Disney for. So, uh, Don't say free in your songs. Just so there's no confusion, you want people there shitting themselves, or <laughs> you'd prefer them to not, or what's, what's the go? If that guy is listening... You can do it without um, sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fine. It won't okay. affect the sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's silent, but freaking deadly. That would be awesome <laughs> if you turned up and did that on the first recording and the second one. <laughs> <laughs> During the same bit in the song. Yeah. It's like some brown note that you're yeah, inadvertently playing. Yeah. The brown sound. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, yeah. that brings us to uh, the end of the program. So check out Anyone for Tennis. Uh, what are the dates? The 15th and 16th, 16th, and 16th of June at Felix Bar. Anyoneforttennis.com for details on the live CD recording. Carl and I are going to be in Canberra on uh, June the 1st, next Wednesday. Uh, if you want to send us anything like soundboards or whatever, we've got an email address now, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. What's a soundboard? If, if, I, you, uh, if you want to send in anything that incriminates Daslo, send it to me. Please, so that I can yeah, spring it on him please. like this. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So send that stuff through. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Carl Chandler, what's Robo Carl got to say for us to send us out? Oh, okay. What's he got to say? <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. We're fucking. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all right. That's it for another week. Anyway, for Dennis, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, Duty Jace, thanks for coming in. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. See you, man. See you, mate. Hey, girlfriend. I understand. It is what it is.